Before we jump into today's show, I just wanted to let you know that I have got a brand new three-part audio series available to download right now. If you head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio, that's all one word, no spaces, you can download your How to Build Your Authority with Podcasting audio series. This is going to address guesting and hosting, so if you're interested in either of those and you want to know how to build your authority, head over to DonnaEed.com forward slash three-part audio. The link will be in the show notes. You're listening to The Wedding Procast UK, the place to be if you are a UK wedding professional looking to grow and streamline your business. I'm your host, Donna Eid, 10-year wedding photography veteran and CEO at the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors. If you want to grow and streamline your business, this is the podcast for you. Make sure you hit subscribe where you listen or join our email list at www.spw v.co.uk. You'll find the sign up form at the bottom of every episode and by doing so you won't miss a thing. So let's jump into today's show. Society of professional wedding vendors are open now. So if you are a professional who works in the wedding industry providing a service or product to couples for their wedding, you are eligible to join the society. Head over to www.spwv.co.uk and hit sign up today. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. It is so good to be back on the mic. For those of you who don't know, I've actually been ill for a couple of weeks and not been able to record any podcasts. And I was only actually back at my desk this Monday. So unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to record podcasts for this week as I've been playing catch up. So lesson to me to get back to my batching so that if this happens again, I will be more prepared for it. So today I'm actually bringing you a Facebook Live that I did a few weeks back um, in the run up to Productivity Week. And this is on pricing on your website. It's a great episode. Uh, It was a great live. So please do listen in. And if you have any questions or any comments, then please head over to the website and let us know in the comments on the show notes for this episode. Um, So I hope you enjoy and I'll speak to you soon. Hey, hey everyone. So today's topic is one that I've heard a lot. Um, I've had a lot of people ask me the question. I've had a lot of people talk about Um, this in groups and I thought it was a good one to address and that is about pricing. Should you put your prices on your website yes or no? I would love to know your thoughts on this because it is different for everybody. Everybody has their own opinions. Um, I'm going to go through my my opinions and what I um, used to do and how that might work for you. Um, And let's jump in. So we are all live and groovy. That's all good. Um, So it's not a simple yes or no answer. There is no right and wrong, but there are pros and cons to having your prices on your website or not having your prices on your website. 
So lots of people don't put their prices on their website because they are scared of the competition, seeing it and undercutting them. Um, they are also put off, that are worried that people will be put off by seeing their prices. Um, and if this is the reason, then I would say it's probably not the right reason to not be putting your prices on your website. Um, there are always going to be people that are going to try and undercut you. I'm going to address that a little bit later. But I feel like actually if people could see, especially new people coming into the industry, could see what people were charging, it would actually work to drive our prices um, that they wouldn't go so low and that we wouldn't have so many people out there um, undercharging. So I feel that there is a positive input in your prices up for the industry. Um, also, if you are marketing to your ideal client and you know who that person is and that you know that they are um, in a comfortable position to pay your prices, then putting your prices on your website shouldn't put off the people that should be attracted to you anyway. Um, so that isn't a reason to not put your prices um, up. If you are totally bespoke, so you don't have any package prices, everything is on a person-to-person -person, uh, basis, depending on what they have, um, that's a legitimate reason for not putting your prices on your website. But I would say that there is a way of getting around this and having some price information on your website, which I will touch on in a little bit. So the pros, the pros of having your prices on your website. Number one, people who can't afford you won't bother you. So if they see your prices and that is not their budget, they aren't going to be calling you. You may get the odd one or two that will still call you in the hope that you might be able to work around their, their budget. Um, and that is, is a good thing because they're obviously very keen to use you and they like what you do. And it may be that actually some of the stuff in your packages, they don't want. So for example, if you were a photographer and I use it because I was one, so it's easy for me. Um, and you had parent albums in one of your packages and they were saying, well, we don't need parent albums. Um, or, you know, you had a, a wall print in there as well and they didn't really want art for the wall they just wanted an album you might be able to adjust your pricing into their budget um, and so they might reach, reach out to you on that um, on for that purpose um, but if people are completely like that's out of our budget they're not going to call you so you get rid of those people that come on the phone and the instant question is how much are you um, you get rid of that uh, clients will come with a good idea on what you cost so you can be more confident when you come to your pricing conversation and your um, sales part of your meeting that you don't have to worry that they're going to um, be scared off by your pricing they've already read it so they've already got a bit of an understanding of what they're going to be looking at so it's not going to come as a shock um, and it makes it easier for people to work with you now this is a story that comes from a friend of mine who was looking for somebody to do balloons for her um, not for a wedding but for an event and she said it was really, really difficult to actually know how to work with this woman. She didn't have any prices on her website. She didn't have a booking form on her website. She didn't have like a diary of when she was available because obviously she has to come and set this up just like a florist would. You've got to be there on the day. So she didn't have any calendar to let her know that she could actually 
use her because she was available on that day. Um, there was nothing there that really made it easy. So she phoned her and then it was a lot of back and forth on email when a lot of that could have been shown through the website. And when you take your client on their journey through your website, you can easily do that with, you know, these are the prices. Here's the next step is booking a call. Here's the next step, filling out this form or whatever your client journey is, you'll be able to take them through that really easily using your website. But a lot of people don't use their website well in that respect. So you're not making it easy for people. So if your prices are there and it's laid out in nice, clear writing, what it is that they get and how much you charge, then they know where they stand. And if you then have, you know, book a call or book an appointment with me at the bottom where they can click and then fill in a form and do that, it's just going to get a lot more clients that are willing to pay your prices to actually book those appointments with you. So make it easy for people to work with you. And that's one of the things that putting your prices on can do. So where there are cons to putting your prices on your website, if you are able to work outside your packages, so maybe you have three packages, those are your mainstays, but you do some bespoke work as well. Um, You're happy to talk to couples about the budget that they have and work within their budget and let them know what you can do for their budget. If you put your packages up, then people that don't fit into any of those budgets are going to assume that you can't work with them. So that's a con that that there might be people out there that don't make that phone call to see if they can um, work with you with their budget. Um, So that's something to think about. Um, You may sort of put on there something like, you know, but if your budget is something different, please contact us um, and we can see what we can do. That might encourage some people to come and talk to you, but often it's the pound signs that are going to stick in people's heads and they're going to think out of budget, don't touch it. Um, If you put up packages, you potentially lose clients because they assume they have to fit into one of those packages and um, perhaps it's not what they want. Perhaps they they want something from package A, something from package B, something from package C. And if they come and talk to you, you could do that for them. Um, equally, if you don't do that, then it's a positive because people that, that, you know, do that aren't going to make those phone calls or you can just turn around and say, those are my prices. End of story. Um, There is a con that there are people that will come along in the industry, rip off your pricing, um, your whole package detailing and go and do it for cheaper. And that, I think, is one of the biggest worries that we have in the industry is that that's going to happen. So I I will address that as well. when we talk about options, because it is something to be concerned about, because you don't want somebody saying that they can do what you do, um, not necessarily have the ability to do everything that you do, because just, you know, you putting down what is in your packages doesn't sort of show people your skill level. um, And people assuming that because the packages are exactly the same, that they're going to get the same work. And that's where um, making sure that you are showing your personality on your website, showing the style and the um, level of technique that you have on your website is going to show them that, okay, those packages are the same, but look at their photos to their photos, look at their work to their work. I actually like this work better. And that's what's going to differentiate you in that case. So your options, you do um, 
if you have packages, you can put them on your website. Um, you know, other vendors are going to do what other vendors are do. You've got to stay in your lane and be true to who you are. Um, the people who are going to undercut you enough to make a difference. So with this, I'm like, if they're a hundred pounds cheaper um, and your package is, you know, fifteen hundred pounds, it's not necessarily going to be enough for somebody to turn around and go, oh, well, I'm going to go with them because it's cheaper. They're more likely to sit there and go, oh, well, what's the pros and cons? Let's go and talk to them both and see and then decide if they are drastically reducing the rates. So your £1,500 package and they're putting it out at £900, then that is when you're going to get people that will perhaps say, oh, but they're way cheaper. The thing is, is the people that are doing that are doing it because they're undercutting you, not because they're trying to run a business and they're not going to be in business for long. And you want to stay around. So, you know, stay firm in your pricing um, and put it out there. One thing you can do is to give people a flavor of what your package is and the pricing and then say if that that pricing is within their budget and they would like to know the full details of the packages to contact you and then if they like everything else they will likely contact you at that point and then you're not giving everything out to the general public and um competition that are going to do unsavory things like that aren't going to have all the details to be able to copy you and um, so that might work um if you don't have packages and you're a bespoke service um i would say that the best thing to do is to actually have it that your prices start at and my average client spend is and let them know those details because it is important it's one of those things that if you think about it um i hear a lot a lot of vendors sort of complain that the first question out of a couple's mouth is how much are you when they don't even know if you're available for their wedding day or not and I understand it I've been there I've been on the receiving end of those phone calls but what I've come to terms with is the fact that a wedding is very expensive for a couple and money is always top of mind and if they are taking the time to phone you, then they're obviously interested in you as a potential vendor for their wedding day. And they're asking you because they don't want to be embarrassed if you're out of budget later on. So if they were to ring you up and say, we absolutely love what you do. We'd like to come and meet you. We'd like to have a conversation. Are you free on our wedding day? And you say, yes, come in, come and talk. And then they get to the pricing conversation and you're out of budget. That could be really embarrassing for people. People, there there are a lot of strong feelings around money. Um, so it might be that they they are just asking because they want to make sure that you fit their budget before they sort of get into the details of it. So if you put up um, that your prices start at and an average client spend is, then they can see, okay, our budget is bigger than that starting price and it's you know, less than that average price, but we can still go and see what she can do for our budget or, you know, our budget is bigger than that. So, so we're, we're grand. They can get that idea and it takes off that embarrassment. Um, I would hate, hate to have people feel like 
uncomfortable when it comes to having those pricing conversations that somewhere along the line the communication has gone wrong and I'm way out of their budget it's something that you know is is a dread to me um so just be just be mindful of it I think it's really up to you um whether you put your pricing on your website or not but I would say if you want to make sure that the people that are calling you are people who are serious about working with you, then some form of information about your pricing. I mean, even if you have packages, you can still put my packages start at and my average client spends. That's not giving away all of the details. It's not giving away everything, but it's giving them enough to work on so that they know what they're looking at with their budget. And if you fit within that and they like you, enough to call you they know that they're not going to get to a sticky point and you also know that they have the budget because that's kind of the worst thing is when you get to the end and they say and you know if they do have the ability to turn around and say it to your face say sorry you're out of our budget that kind of wasted your time as well because that could have been sorted so make it easy for people to work with you give them the information they need they don't need all of the details but they need some idea and it'll just help them to make an informed decision um, be transparent the right clients are going to come to you and if your prices scare people off those people weren't your clients. Uh, if they're if you're out of their budget, you don't want them ringing you, wasting your time having appointments anyway. So make sure that people have got an idea of how much you cost, even if it is just an average that your clients generally spend, um, so that they've got some idea of whether you would fit into their budget before they call you. Um, and I feel that actually that will increase um, your calls. I think it is something that will increase your calls because I know when I've gone on to sites, if I haven't seen a price, I will go to another site. And if I can see a price there, I'm more likely to spend with that person than risk phoning the other person up and hearing that I can't afford them. So, you know, it all depends on your money mindset, I guess. But a lot of people have issues around money. So make it easy for them. I think the um, average spend starting from an average spend is a really great way to present it. I often feel it, it's almost a barrier. You don't want to create barriers all the time. And although you're trying to protect yourself from being undercut, you're also protecting yourself from your clients. If you put a barrier to entry that they've got to fill in their email and their phone number or one or other to get your price list sent to them, that's going to put people off as well. Um, and it's just going to because they're scared that you're going to hound them and that you're going to be a pushy salesperson. And uh, if you know anything about the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors, that's one of the things that is a big no-no in our code of conduct, that people will not be pushy with their selling and will be transparent with their pricing. It doesn't mean you have to have your pricing on your website if you're a member, but it means that you need to be overtly transparent with how you price and what your pricing is um, so that people know. Um, so I hope that helps you, gives you a bit of both sides, why you might want to put it on there. 
I think it's a good idea to have that starting from an average. Um, if you are happy to put your package prices up there or, you know, even if you want to put package details so people can see what they're going to be getting and put your prices start from an average out at, then it gives them a good idea of what sort of prices they're looking at without you being like completely upfront on the Internet about your pricing. But then always, obviously, if they phone up and ask how much is your X package, um, be transparent and let them know at that point. Um, and just sort of remember that it, it could possibly be that it's they just don't want to get to that point where they're completely in love with you, completely in love with your service, want you so desperately and then find out that you're actually, you know, 500 to a thousand pounds out of their budget. And that's just not something that they can work around. So. That is my two penneth on putting pricing on your website. Hope that helps. That's it for today's episode, guys. Hope you found that useful. Um, I will be back next week with a new, brand new episode and never heard anywhere else before. Um, so we will be back on top form next week and I'm bringing you some guests coming very soon as well. So do make sure that you are subscribed where you listen or head over to the website www spwv.co.uk head to the podcast blog section and you'll be able to sign up to the email list on the bottom of any episode so you don't miss a thing see you next week bye for now looking to build a deeper connection with your audience this year and you're a passionate business owner with a message to share then I would love to help you do that via podcasting if you're interested in starting a podcast this year head over to donnaead.com forward slash apply to register your interest today don't forget to hit subscribe where you listen and rate and review the podcast if you've enjoyed it you can also share this episode with a friend it is a great way to help the podcast out to get to more listeners just like you